Hey everybody and welcome back to my podcast Can We Have It All, a business and lifestyle podcast for solopreneurs, small business owners and those aspiring to be. This is going to be the last episode of series three. I can't believe that it's already there and I wanted to start by just reflecting on how my podcast has kind of changed and developed over the last series. Now, Obviously, due to the global pandemic, lots of things changed this year and you will have noticed that series three has been much more about smaller bite-sized pieces of digital marketing and personal growth and mindset information. And this was because, if I'm totally honest with you, I haven't had a single spare minute to organise the wonderful guests that you are used to listening to on this podcast. I absolutely love speaking to other women about their personal journeys and it's something that is an important thread with this podcast, Can We Have It All? And I just wanted to reassure you that these guest slots will come back. It will be a part of 2021's plans and I will be interspersing the guest conversations with the smaller digestible tidbits on digital marketing, business and personal growth. So watch this space, please subscribe, there'll be lots more coming in 2021, but I wanted to round off series three with my reflections and what I've learned about myself this year. Now that might sound incredibly indulgent and you know, why do you want to hear what I've learned about myself this year? Well, I'm saying it because I think that it's important to reflect It's important to reflect on your year, on your month, even on your week. It's important to reflect on yourself, your personal growth, your professional growth, and it's important to reflect on your business. So I thought some of the things that I've been reflecting on about myself that I've learned about myself this year might actually strike a chord and ring true with some of you as well. And actually this week with my Flourish community members, we have been talking about the importance of reflective practice and, you know, some techniques and tools to utilise to maximise that that period of reflection, to evaluate and to analyse and to actually take what you've discovered about yourself and turn it into a strategy and a plan for moving forward. So that's something I'm really quite passionate about and I've been spending a lot of this month doing So I thought I would share the 10 things that I've learned about myself this year in reflection and I would love to know if any of you share the same things or what you've learned about yourself this year. Now these are in no particular order, they kind of, I scribbled them down as they were coming to me during this reflective practice. So number one, I've learned about myself that I'm an extremely motivated individual even when I'm not. (laughs) Now, what do I mean by that? I mean, when I'm sat there feeling like I've got no mojo, that actually when I sit and think about it, I'm incredibly motivated and I always find somewhere within me the energy to get back up and go again and to strive to move forward and to continue to grow and to continue to develop. So although some days I cannot be bothered and all I want to do is sit on the couch and watch Netflix, I've realised that more often than not, I'm actually extremely motivated. And I bet when you think about it, you are too. I think we 
don't do ourselves any favours when we focus on the moments where we're feeling sluggish and down and lazy and we can't be asked. So actually, if you were to write all of those experiences out or mark them out on paper versus the times where you're actually being productive and getting on with things, I bet you're extremely motivated too. The second thing that I've learned about myself this year is that I'm adaptable. You know, I think most of us have had to adapt. Well, in fact, all of us have had to adapt our schedule and our lifestyle this year. You know, we have all been forced into an unusual situation of lockdown, of quarantining and all these various different things, social distancing, and we've all managed to do it. You know, some better than others, (laughs) but we have all managed to do it. And I think it's really important to recognise the fact that we are adaptable. We can change. And when you think about it, we adapted really frigging quickly, like really quickly. And for those of you out there that have adapted maybe to being more alone, you know, maybe having moments of isolation. And for those of us that have adapted to having our kids at home 24-7 or, you know, working in very close proximity with your partner, All of those things are really big changes to our everyday life and to our processes. And the fact that we have adapted and found some way of making that possible is a massive achievement. So I'm really pleased that actually I have shown that I am adaptable and I bet you have too. The third thing that I've learnt is that I'm resilient. And gosh, as a human race, we are resilient. We manage to get through times of stress, crises, trauma, global pandemic, and still we are here, still we carry on. And this isn't to undermine how tough that has been, but I think it's really, really important to recognise the resilience that is within us. Um, And that is something that I have really opened my eyes to this year, is how incredible we are as humans. I could do a whole session on resilience and actually I probably will in the new year Um, and it's something that I'm currently studying with my psychology masters um, and in my coaching psychology module and I'm absolutely loving it so yeah just remember we are resilient. The fourth thing that I have learned about myself this year and it's something I, I did know already so it's not a new one but I think has really been cemented in 2020's strange situations and that is that I am energised by people. So I am to all intents and purposes an extrovert and that might not be what you think it means you know I'm not somebody who loves and thrives in being the centre of attention, I'm not somebody who would you know, want to jump up and perform on stage in front of people. I think we have this image of what an extrovert means um, and what it can manifest itself as. That's not what I mean with extroversion. I mean, where do I get my energy? Like, where is that source? Is it internal or is it external? And mine is definitely external, but I have a healthy, healthy dose of introversion as well. In fact, I've always kind of positioned myself in my mind as an introverted extrovert in that actually I really am okay in my own space and sometimes the idea of getting out there and being around people is something that I, you know, don't immediately want to do 
But actually, when I do it, when I push myself into those situations or push myself out of my comfort zone, I absolutely thrive on the energy that I get from being around people. So yeah, it's kind of a funny one because I bet lots of you can relate to this as well. Like you don't quite sit in one camp of introversion or extroversion. You're somewhere between, but there will be one that feels a bit more natural to you and that feels like it energizes you. And that's where I've really learned about myself this year is that although I can adapt, as I mentioned before, and be happy in my own space, that actually as a whole, I need to be around people. And that is probably why, you know, I've always run a community. I've always sought networks and surrounded myself with amazing people. And thank goodness that the virtual world has meant that we can still stay connected because I think being energised even virtually through Zoom calls, through Facebook groups, through Instagram DMs, has been a real saving grace for me this year as somebody who does get their energy and their mojo from other people like it's been a huge part of my year so I'd love to know if you've surprised yourself are you more introverted than maybe you thought you were or perhaps you are more extroverted and energized by people than you thought you were I'd love to know so just send me a dm and let me know if you're listening to this so the fifth thing that I've learned about myself this year is that I am so much better when I just lean into one subject and get on with one thing at a time. So I have been the queen of multitasking for about six years now. And I don't say that to, you know, to be saluted, (laughs) to get a medal, to wear the crown. I'm not entirely proud of it at all times. I am proud of it in general in that I've had to just get on with things and juggle lots at this particular stage of my life. But I'm not proud of the fact that sometimes I think I've not just been brave enough to let go of some of that stuff that isn't a priority. So this is something that has been a big learning curve for me this year, is that actually when I strip things back and focus on one or two more essential things, I am so much better. I'm better in myself, I'm better for my clients, I'm better for my community, when I actually lean in to what feels right for me and what feels like is gonna move me in the right direction. And I think it's one of the hardest things I've had to do is to kind of accept that I can't be everything to everyone and actually that I have to strip out some of the stuff. It is incredibly hard. And as somebody, again, who's a natural kind of people pleaser, you know, and I thrive from being around people, you know, I'm an extrovert, I get my energy from people. So naturally, I like to please them. I like to say yes to a lot of things. I like to be liked. But actually, that doesn't always serve you in the right way and in the most productive way, both mentally and physically. So it has been a massive learning curve for me. It's been a difficult one. Um, It's been probably the one that I've struggled with most, the one that I have jumped back and forth with in terms of saying should I have done this oh no have I made a mistake you know it it has been a tricky journey but I am seeing the results and reaping the rewards of just leaning in a bit more and being more confident with stripping out all the extraneous stuff number six today is slightly different from what I've just been talking about and I've learnt that I am hormonal and I sometimes have down days. 
and the down days often correlate with my spikes in hormones. I have really battled with my hormones this year. For anyone that follows me on Instagram or has known me for a while, you will have seen the journey. Um, since having my two kids, I've really dipped in terms of a monthly, um, basically a monthly bout of depression, which I've realised was linked to my hormones. Um, and luckily I have recognised that and I am taking steps to tackle that. But, you know, I do recognise that at certain times of the month I have dips where suddenly nothing seems possible. Suddenly I am rubbish. I am incapable. I'm not worthy of what I've got. Um, I can't be bothered. I'm going to be found out as the fraud that I am. And I'm just completely down on myself and need a good cry. Does that sound familiar to anyone? Has anybody just sat there, like, woken up one morning out of nowhere and just gone, I can't do this anymore, I'm rubbish, um, I'm just going to jack it all in? Yeah, I bet you have. And I have done that, and I realised that I was getting into a pattern of that about once a month, and it was spiking before my period, and it was lasting a couple of days, and actually recognising that and talking about it out loud and sharing that with my husband or my friends or whatever I've needed to do has really helped me deal with it and having a good cry and letting it all out and just recognising that for that couple of days this is how you're going to feel but that feeling will pass you do know that it passes so reminding myself that that feeling will pass and that actually maybe I just need to take a step back look after myself look after my body and pick it up in a couple of days time when I know I will have the energy again and so if you are someone out there a woman that is struggling with your hormones or having these dips in moods and maybe you've not um pulled the puzzle pieces together to recognize that it could be your hormones then I would seriously think about looking into that and exploring that a bit further with your GP um because it has made a difference being able to identify that about myself I'm not there entirely yet with um a kind of foolproof solution I'm still on that journey but just being aware of it has made such a difference because at the beginning of the year I just thought there was something wrong with me and I just you know thought I, I was just battling this each month but now I know it's it's so much more manageable so yeah if you can relate to that I'm with you the seventh thing I've learned about myself this week probably leads on really nicely from that and this is that I am hard on myself. And I know from listening to you all, from talking to you in my DMs, from my members of Flourish, from my one-to-one -one clients, that you are hard on yourself as well. We are all way too hard on ourselves. And I think that's something that I have really learned, that I do not give myself a break. And I'm my own worst enemy at times. You know, and actually, when I am thinking about when things haven't gone to plan for instance actually it's myself doing my own head in it's very rarely coming from an external point it's very rarely from somebody else telling me I'm crap or that that didn't work or that this isn't hit the right spot yes there's always going to be the odd person here and there there's always going to be feedback and critique but actually I'm the harder on myself than anyone else is and I've really realised that. So again, for 2021, I want to kind of take that and use that and turn it on its head and make sure that I'm a little bit kinder to myself. 
And that's absolutely okay. That doesn't mean that you're self-indulgent. It doesn't mean that you're vain. It just means you're aware that somebody needs to have your back. And first and foremost, that should be yourself. Number eight is that I work better under pressure, but I think I need to change that. So I don't know if any of you can relate, but as I've said before, I'm used to juggling things. I'm used to doing multiple things at once and I'm used to having deadlines. And actually I do work really well under that environment. I can produce the results. It doesn't mean that I flourish under it. It doesn't mean that I don't get stressed and tired, but I can do it. You know, I can work really well under pressure and actually so well that in fact, when I'm not under pressure, I find myself flailing a little bit. I find myself a bit unsure of what I need to prioritise and what I need to focus on next. And I can find myself losing my way and procrastinating. I'm sure you can relate to this. Um, So I'm kind of working through discovering how to combat this because I know that working under that amount of pressure and in that environment is not good for our well-being. It's not good for our mental health. It's not good for our physical health. And I do know that. But also my strength lies in working under pressure. So I've got to kind of make some changes and I know that's going to be gradual so that I can manage those moments when that pressure isn't physically there but I still need to keep the momentum up and also to ensure that I am kind of spreading the load rather than building up to these moments of pressure. There will always be moments of pressure. There will always likely be deadlines. You know, I'm studying a master's at the moment. I'm always going to have a dissertation due in, assignments due in, and, you know, I'm launching products. I'm launching a course. So there's always going to be that moment of, okay, the door's closed at this time and on this date. So there will be moments where that pressure is ramped up, but I wanna achieve a bit more balance in terms of the moments when that pressure isn't overtly there so that I don't kind of lose my way in those in-between moments and so that it isn't completely top heavy as well in the moments where it's ramped up. So yeah, it's kind of a funny one because it's it's a pro that I work well under pressure, but it's also, a con. So it's something that I'm going to be delving into a little bit more next year about how to kind of achieve that balance with the tasks that you've got to do at hand, keeping that energy at a kind of more consistent level. And, you know, those moments where you think you might end up flailing or procrastinating, like how can we combat that? So that's something that's going to be a big top of my list for 2021. Off topic slightly here, but what I've learned about myself this year as well is that I am a bit of a hoarder. Again, no newsflash or revelation to me, but I like things. I like to buy things. Buying things makes me happy. Buying things gives me energy. And even if it's momentary, you know, I love it. I like to shop. I like, I'm fascinated by things. I like to read. I have so many books, whatever it might be. There are various reasons, which again is probably a whole therapy session in itself, but I do hoard things. I keep things, I I make them mementos, I, I have keepsakes, I put a lot of meaning and attachment into things. And that's not a bad thing and it's not wrong. But actually I have found that what 2020 has really shown me, and probably because I've been at home 99.9% of the time, is that actually a lot of it is clutter. 
and it's cluttering my mind and it's cluttering my day and it's creating an environment that isn't optimal and isn't the most um, productive and kind of healthy, I guess. And so I've been slowly making steps to declutter. My husband's on board as well. Um, You know, and declutter, I'm talking about decluttering the house. I'm talking about keeping my desk tidy. I'm talking about stripping back my wardrobe, you know, I'm talking about throwing out pieces of paper that I've kept for five years on the off chance that I might one day want to look at it or need it. And actually, it isn't essential. It's not giving me anything. And in fact, it's if anything, it's clouding my mind and making it all a little bit chaotic when I want to sit down and get on with something and get on with the job at hand. So yeah, 2021, I'm going to be trying to streamline. I am never going to be Marie Kondo. I am never going to be Scandi in my approach. <laughs> I am never going to be completely um, minimalist. That That isn't me. I'm not a minimalist. I'm a maximalist, if anything. So I, it's not about trying to change that, but it's just about addressing the bits in between that I could probably clear and declutter to make myself more productive and happier. And by default, probably make my husband more productive and happier too. And number 10, the final thing that I want to share with you that I've learned about myself in 2020. And this is going to sound, you know, a bit, I'm going to toot my own horn here. And I want you all to toot your own horns with me. And that is, I'm going places. I am going to achieve some amazing things. I am good at what I do. And I'm totally happy to say that. I'm happy to share that and not feel completely self-involved, conceited, vain, whatever. I am happy that I am successful and I'm going to continue to be successful. I'm going to continue to grow and that the years ahead of me are exciting and full of wonderful things. And I'm still so near the beginning of that journey that it's unreal, but it's exciting. And actually, I want you all to really recognise that about yourselves too you are awesome. You are going places. The fact that you're even listening to this podcast makes me think that you're either a really good friend, which, you know, thank you, or you're looking for some personal development and some learning development. You're growing. You're conscious of growing. You're conscious of reaching new heights and achieving new things. That's freaking amazing. You're going places too. And I just think that as women particularly, We really need to recognise that being successful and going places is something amazing. And it's something that should be normal. It's like we shouldn't even have to recognise it, but we do have to recognise it right now. We have to recognise it in ourselves. We have to recognise it in each other. We have to champion each other. We have to support each other because that is the only way that it will become so normal that we don't even need to think about it anymore. We will just all be so successful and happy in that fact that we don't even need to talk about it. But right now, I think we do need to talk about it. I think we do need to be open about it. And I would love you to remind yourself that you're going places and that you are successful. Even if you're at the beginning of your journey, the success is in being on that journey. So that's what I want to finish today's episode on. I hope those reflections have given you some insight into maybe some of the reflective practices that you could do with yourself And, you know, I'm sure you can relate to a lot of what I'm saying and you will have your own kind of discoveries that you've learned about yourself this year. 
and please I would love you to share them with me so head over to my Instagram I've linked it in the show notes send me a DM to let me know you've listened to this better still take a little screenshot and tag me in insta stories I love it when people do that it's so amazing to know when somebody's listening to the podcast because it's the one kind of channel that you don't have that immediate interaction with your followers on and so when somebody tags me in saying they've listened to it and that they've got something out of the episode it really does mean the world to me so there's only one thing left to say and that is well done well done for getting through an incredibly tough challenging unusual year we are nearly there we're nearly at the end of 2020 we've got this and have a wonderful time whatever you're going to be doing over this next few weeks whoever you're going to be doing it with give yourself a break give yourself some downtime try and recharge try and be good to yourself over this next few weeks and let's all hit the ground running together in 2021 and continue to support each other on our journeys so thank you so much I will be back in January Um, with more content, with more guests and I can't wait and thank you so much for your support this year and for listening. Have a fab week and a fab December.